You already know what time it is. It's about to be We The Villains Podcast. Let's get it. That our conversation can be half as good as the pre-show talk that we just had on the phone. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, like Gerbs just said, welcome to We The Villains Podcast. It's your boy, Dak. Bong ripping the bag soon. You know who's in the building. Yeah, that was a awesome like 39 minute conversation before beforehand. So yeah, anybody um, that listens know that we go off on our tangents. And we went off on a couple tangents about a couple TV shows that just had us rolling. And, uh, it was a good conversation. Shout out to the hundred. Like that's a great show. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the hundred, uh where you know I'm at the we're at a point now where, I, 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 of course, me and you have seen the whole thing. I'm on the last two episodes with Swag. And um, then we talked about Power before that, um, in which you haven't finished the last season of Power yet. But yeah, three up that, you can Power most afterwards. Oh, yeah, man. And then I think you'll like Kanan, too. Uh, yeah, especially because, man, I, man. BMF is pretty is getting pretty damn good. That was a great ending to episode three to make anybody want more. BMF is getting passing episode. The first episode yeah. was like, and, and that, you got to give Fifty Cent shows a, a chance like that when when he's introducing new characters. And, yeah, and that, that's any that, and that's any show, but the style of Fifty Man is real. It's 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 real laid out. It's real. Uh, oh, there's a word I can't I can't grasp the word, but it. It plays out at its own speed, and you just kind of you got to learn everybody. But then once shit yeah. starts picking up, man, it's worth all that in the beginning. And and that's Fifty Man with his shows. You just know at any given moment some shit could pop off. Well, the word I was looking for was methodical. Yeah, very methodical. It's very methodical very. with his shows, and it's it's just like so. If we're gonna bring this on to wrestling. It's Randy Orton. He's very methodical in his offense, and then boom, RKO. Yeah, out of nowhere. So uh, I, I, I liked every show. I, well, I've liked every star show on Stars from Fifty. I, I I never watched that one show that he had for uh, I think it was ABC. Oh wow, I forgot. Um, I didn't even had that show. It, it's where like uh, the guy was on trial for something. I can't even remember now. It was, it was maybe a year or two ago. Gotcha. I think I kind of sort of remember. But I don't. Was it called Life? Could have been, but I'm not I sure. Don't, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna speculate any further. I can't remember. But uh, I never did. So I, I I haven't watched that one. But all the shows that he's had on Stars, man, I've they've become a part of my rotation. It's probably more of a mainstream vibe show. And probably the stars is more creativity, more independent, kind of. But you can get probably, a little more raw with it on stars, yeah. Because some of the, scenes, all the explicit language he needs, yeah. And the scenes that sometimes they show, <laughs> yeah, in a lot of wow, it's just crazy, man. Yeah, uh, NXT 2.0 was pretty good, some interesting, uh. Some interesting things are definitely starting to happen. Um, and I, so far, every week, Joe Gacy just grows on me just a little more each time. 
so what did you think of – I'm assuming you've seen it all or seen the highlights at this point. What did yeah. you think of the whole way that he charmed um, Harland? I, I really don't know. I can't – I don't know what to make of it just yet. I can't kinda, tell you if I'm, like, cringed by it or if I'm intrigued by it. I mean, yeah, it was it was it was very Bray Wyatt esque, but I'm, it's four twenty right now on the clock. So well, not the clock, Ooh. but four minutes twenty seconds into the show, ladies and gentlemen, we always try to jump in and take a little rip. Well, I tried to, but fucking wind decided to blow. Well, Dax it's might be a five twenty or four forty. <laughs> Yo, goddamn! During the fucking show. <laughs> Fuck it, let me pull out the pen then. Yeah, so like yeah, I don't really know what to make of it yet. I didn't love the way that it was done, but uh, again, I'm just going to keep giving it time. They're definitely adding some layers on to Joe Gacy's character. Uh yeah, and I'm already kind of just trying to figure out what Harlan's character is about. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I don't <laughs> I got. I gotta wait. Uh, I guess basically at this point there ain't a whole lot to talk about it because we kind of gotta wait and see where it goes. Now maybe he's like uh, somebody to be Gacy's monster before this is all said and done. He'll probably be doing a lot of the dirty work for Gacy. It, yeah, that's the that's... muscle, the monster. Because I'm starting to wonder if uh, Harlan ain't ain't got the mic skill yet. Yeah, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I've never heard him on the mic, so this would be a good pairing for him if he needs some time on that. Yeah. And it, it also, in this kind of role, it would allow him to just be able to show up and hurt people. And he doesn't have to put on these great yeah. matches just yet. He can just be the muscle. Yeah. Who? I mean, who knows? Because Gacy is on to something. That's definitely for sure. He's on to something. I don't know what that is yeah, or how good it's going to be yet, but he's definitely on to something. I know I know. We, we talked a lot about it here on the podcast earlier in the year, especially before the breakout tournament. Carmelo fucking Hayes right now. Yeah, I had a feeling that that was how that was going to play out. Like I, I even thought about it during the show. I was like, man – I, I have a feeling that Swerve's going to beat Santos, but then have Swerve use his contract. I mean, Hayes. To, you know, quote-unquote, cash in. Yeah, like, that was that was done well to me. Even though it looked, you knew it was kind of coming, it still was done well because this, to me, feels like, a heel Carmelo Hayes, and I like it. I think it's good. I think it, it's it's good for him to use that on the North American Championship. I don't know if that if he's ready to be NXT champion yet, especially with all this young blood that just came in. Um, yeah. Because a Braun Breaker might be the champion after Halloween Havoc. Uh, it's going to be Braun Breaker, Breaker more likely. Uh, I because... was lucky hoping that Gacy got added. I, hey, I was hoping that somehow I, I that Champa gonna, would lose and he get added to that match. I think he's going to be in the title picture. 
like kind of hanging around in that scene. But oh man, yeah, he's a he's a very he's the most intriguing thing about NXT right now. I had another random thought last night or Tuesday during NXT 2.0, <laughs> but um. And it was the fact is like, what if they brought all these guys up to the main roster like a nexus? And they got their they got a perfect leader for it sitting over there on the commentator's table. Wade fucking Barrett. You know what I'm saying? So like just the fact that he's out there and then they had this whole group of kids, and I was thinking about when they were just in the ring as bodyguards, and I was talking about having them make an impact and lay everybody out and stuff, you know, on the hey. podcast, you know, before two happened. These some fucking low key like very nasty individuals in NXT. So far, I'm have to say, uh, without thinking too hard about it, Braun Breaker is uh, has impressed me the most. I love hearing that voice again because yeah. it's it's so it's so Scott Steiner. It's the closest thing to so Scott like, Steiner we're gonna see nowadays. This this the, yeah and. Uh, it reminds me of some old school, and I like that. Yeah, it's got some old school vibe to it, man, and I dig it. It's like finally, this dude ain't no, this dude ain't no little pushover. Talking about he ain't no yeah. happy to be here, motherfuckers. What y'all and, bitches say? Yeah, and low key, it's like, wait, is WWE like bringing back these outrageous characters again? Because I like it. Like it's it's okay to me. Like this dude, Tony D'Angelo, yeah. still getting over pretty heavy. Oh, he's definitely dude. Yeah. See, like this is the thing. Like WWE is just the master of. They've been doing this for so long. They know how to get characters over to where you can be limited in the ring, but your character is that over. Whatever you do in the ring, it's gonna matter. They they're gonna like care about it. Exactly, and that's what happened with D'Angelo. Did you see the the vignette last night or the video package? Uh no, I haven't seen any video packages of his. Hey, Only hey, one I seen I, I, I missed the first half of it and I just didn't. Huh? Only vignette I saw was of Solo. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Which, uh, by the way, that's a nasty first name. Just want to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm. 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 I'm interested to see him. I want to see. I want to see how good he is. And um. Yeah. I almost kind of thought that they might have like not put him in NXT. Oh, and bring him into the bubble. He'd, he'd show up and like help Roman at a random pay per view. Like, who's that? I tell uh, you who that is. That's the Usos' other brother. That's another. That's another part of the bloodline. I mean, low key, this could happen because main roster call ups you usually get your name changed. <laughs> it's true. So, like. I mean, look, it's it's perfectly fine with me because he looks like he's got some size to him a little bit. You know what I would be kind of cool with if if he's if he's good, if he's legit, they should do a uh, kind of play off the story of Eric Killmonger. Okay, and kind of where he was he was basically cast out of this bloodline. He had to make it on his own out here. And now but he's coming back to, re- to how, reclaim the throne how, that's rightfully his. That's low-key how I took the vignette, because when he said I had to make it out here on the street, 
and then I became. Oh, nice! This, I didn't even. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, dude, I, I watched that thing. Yeah, it's really it's interesting because you didn't even watch the thing and look in the story you just pitched there. That's that's the vibe I got from that thing. Yet was like that's why he doesn't have the Uso last name. He was kind of forgotten about, and yeah. and he had to make a name for himself elsewhere. Like, it's kind of how he – and but the way he was, you know, the vignette was going, it's kind of like, you know, he's almost like a, a street fighter, kind of. So I wonder if he's going to have a little different style than the Usos. So Either way, I look forward to seeing him and seeing if, uh, he's, if he's got it, which if, it wouldn't surprise me if he did. If you're a part of that family, you got something. Shit, uh, even what was his name? The guy that was in the Cruiserweight Classic? I can't think of his name right now. Uh, that was uh, in the family. On, I can't uh, remember his name, but I remember his match in the Classic. Like I actually enjoyed. I thought he did was pretty good. Yeah, he wrestled on AEW once too. Yeah, and I, I, I cannot think of his name to save my life right now. But I, I feel like it's Sean something. <laughs> But I can't think of that last name. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, that that put that put me so close to the answer. It's like right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, Sean, uh, I, Malayal, no, oh, fuck Ma- it. I yeah, I don't see those. Damn, it's like right on the tip of my tongue. It's almost hard to like ignore. Oh God, don't but, let. It do so that, yeah, dude. either way, last night. Or the other night, uh, Tony D'Angelo had another thing where I missed the beginning of it, so I did. I never went back to listen to it to catch the full gist. But it was something along the lines of some producer or something was given some kind of issues. <laughs> Long story short, he had the guy locked in the trunk. Yo, he was like beating on the trunk to get out. And um, it's, he said something about like, some producer guy named Mark or something like that, and that made me think of Mark Carano. <laughs> yeah, he got fired. So I, yeah, so like I said, it'd been funny, but um, but I I didn't catch the full so That's why I was seeing if you did. Yo, if this dude's putting people in the trunk, yo, he's mobster like out here. That's great. Yeah, that's why he's taking care. I think he was out taking care of some business. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's gonna get dumb over. The crowd's already into him. His match was very subpar, but the crowd would just loved it. They, I think it was the character that they loved. So that's when what you got saying, the charisma like, like that, yeah. like you were talking about, sometimes you don't have to be overly great in the ring. Nah, dude, look at John like, Cena. Like, for, he's look, not like overly great as far as uh, yeah, Bray being White. able to like do all these moves and everything. But how he pieced it together, that dude could tell his story in the ring. Yeah, Bray Wyatt, another one. Not, not the best in ring guy. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, you're they're very good. They're, I mean, yeah. they're all very good, but yeah, but it's like you said, it's that ring psychology. That's what the character, where the character comes in. Like, yeah, yeah, I, one of the smoothest things. That's when him, when he, him just trying to pay off the ref was just like I, I was like I was hooked right. I was like that's my that's my dude right there. I'm like this dude just tried to bribe the ref, and that shit's gonna work one day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, where's Nick Patrick? Oh man, dude, he would have been the perfect referee, dude. Where's Nick Patrick or Armstrong or? Oh, there's there's the best Armstrong, that crooked motherfucker. 
<laughs> yeah, I still can't. I, the Knights thing debuted, man. I want that for WWE Survivor Series and fucking God damn it, Michael Cole's call when fucking Triple H waves down Arms Armstrong to come down. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> dude, that shit was great. Man, I've been watching fucking McAfee's vlogs that he does called Mr. Friday Night, which is basically his Wednesday through Sunday. And, oh, my God, Michael Cole's on there a lot. And hearing Michael Cole out of character, that dude's fucking funny. <laughs> like, this dude's funny. He cusses. He fucking, like, it. it it's great. <laughs> He fucking. I think that's on. why. I, I think that's why. Like, uh, like so many people give him shit when he's out there in character, like Bailey. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I, that doesn't surprise me that he's pretty funny and whatnot. Just because when he was a heel, you know, ten years ago, that was some great shit. That was that was my favorite Cole. In in second, though, is the Michael Cole that's right now with Pat McAfee. Yeah, dude, this is, you can tell, man, like, Michael Cole was having fun out there. And he can't help it because that contagious energy that McAfee has, it's it's hilarious. Like, well, even watching, that, It's like, probably more freedom. Yeah, because, like, it, McAfee, McAfee has so much freedom on commentary that that kind of allows Cole to have a lot of freedom because he's got to interact with his uh co-announcer you know so it, it, it all just works out and i hope mcafee stays for a long time doing that uh i don't think fox gonna let him go yeah what he said it was not real lucrative if he tries to say that he's done i bet somebody will throw some cash at him look here he might be making like, more over there on the commentators table than some superstars yo michael cole man like on those vlogs like he'll be looking at the camera and he goes I've been here for 25 years or more, and this guy's been here not even a freaking week, and he's done got a, a handshake and a compliment from Vince. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, if he goes, if I would stand <clears throat> at the table like this guy right here, I'd be fired. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, I, I'm I'm glad it didn't happen, and I'm glad no one got hurt in the long run too. But if if the table did collapse when he was up there dancing that one night, that shit probably would have been hilarious. It would have went viral, bro. (laughs) Do you think he would have been able to keep his shit on commentary? Or is like as soon as the table start collapsing, does he does he is he like, oh fuck? Oh my god, if they caught that on camera and they couldn't have, and they didn't have a chance to bleep it out. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> that shit would have been nothing tightest was- falling on the rampway funny. Oh my god, dude. I wish I could have been in a gorilla position watching Vince McMahon die laughing back there. <laughs> <laughs> Because that story is funnier and funnier knowing that Vince was back there telling Kevin Dunn the whole time, keep playing it. Keep playing it. And even Corey Graves, I mean, like all of them were just like fucking dying, son. And they were probably laughing. Like Graves and them were probably laughing even harder because they probably heard Vince through the headsets. Yeah, that's 
Oh my god. Oh man. I almost want to go rewatch that match just for that moment. Because like yeah. I've seen it so many times now that it's not it's not really as funny as it was, but no, that shit dude, when it happened. It's the other shit that that was happening that's funny. Like the commentators can't help but break character. Like, it's, just, <laughs> it's over. Like I mean, shit like that happens. That's great television. Like it's it's just great. And and that's what I love about SmackDown is because there's potential for those moments at the commentary table with McAfee and Cole. Especially where, with McAfee there, yeah. Yeah, like something could really happen. <laughs> the thing um, I like though I've noticed uh, with Corey Graves is um, here lately it seems like he's how McAfee's getting over his tater over there it seems to be he's going back to being the heel again he has to man um, where, yeah. where he's instead of like he, he he's, he's just shitting on things <laughs> So that so that Saxon and you know Smith can kind of you know Play bring that. it back around for the audience, but it I'm it, Corey Graves at best when he's just shitting on things. Oh yeah, because he he knows how he knows what he's doing. Man, he, he was a wrestler, and he's he had a character too. And oh man, and he still the hates temple. on Sasha. <laughs> As as like I know I love it because it's perfect how he hates on Sasha because he calls it every time on what she's gonna do and no one believes her and she believes it it's it's just funny. <laughs> Stu's like, what do you mean she's gonna backstab her in a minute? Like, <laughs> yeah, I forget what he said Monday or, he, or whatever it was where he said she has a knife for every back. <laughs> That's, that's probably true shit, dude. Sasha knows how to get what she wants. Let me tell you one thing. She fine. She is definitely winning that triple threat match. I mean, she's only I mean, so more down. than likely, right? I mean, because what? But, I mean, the only other person that makes sense would be Becky because she has the pool to go to both shows. Well, she's been drafted, though. See, that's the thing. Like, so is Belair. Yeah, and they're both on Raw, so it makes sense. Like, in that, with knowing that, I, I see why. It's, I mean, Sasha would probably be the favorite. Oh, but wait a second, Charlotte's on SmackDown. Charlotte's on SmackDown. They could just swap the belts if a Raw person wins. They could. So I didn't even I think about that. Like it did with the profits and New Day. Yeah, is Charlotte winning? Is Charlotte facing anybody next week? And she's not facing anybody. Yeah. So the easiest thing to do would be to ah, shit. I yeah. I guess Sasha winning would be the easiest thing to do. Well, I mean, not really because I mean, but because if now, well, if, yeah, Charlotte's gonna be there with a title already. Exactly. It's like. Which I'm Unless all for. They, uh, I'm all for a Charlotte and Sasha match again. It's going to be a classic, especially where they are now in their careers. I really like what they're doing with Shayna Baszler. 
Uh, she has to be the favorite to win this tournament. Yeah, she's the queen of spades. Like she, she needs to win this tournament. <clears throat> yeah, she, she should be. Yeah, she actually needs it the most. And I, <laughs> yo, this Shayna Baszler is gonna hurt some people and. Whoever is the Raw Women's Champion when it's all said and done, better watch out. Because uh, I want to say she got drafted to SmackDown. Oh, Shayna went to SmackDown. I want to say yes. Shayna and Sasha run that. If I'm not mistaken, I think. But I'm not positive on that either. Don't hold me to that. That's true. We'll, we'll figure it out. <clears throat> I mean, it's all good. We're going to make mistakes on the podcast. Yeah, but you know what I like to say? Fuck them. Hey, fuck them. <laughs> wow. So, I am so fried. Bro, I had to, I was leaning on my side just now. I had them. I had to take a little chill pill for a second. I'm glad I got some fucking water out here. No doubt. So you ready That's... for a little bit of trivia? Oh, yeah, you got some trivia for me. Let me take a hit of a little, little bit of uh, trivia. Take a hit Maybe of this it'll blue spark some conversation. Damn, dude. This fucking pin and the bowl. I've only took one hit, two hits out of the bowl. What kind of trivia you got for me, though? <laughs> just some random shit. I was kind of browsing through online and just pulled up <coughs> some some trivia oh, questions. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me again. Wow. Yeah, I can't even read my own handwriting. <laughs> Don't you hate that? Well, it's also dark in here. I ain't even got the lights on. Oh, and that's that's understandable. Let me, just, let me just let me just flick the Xbox screen. That's the only light going on in here, but it's on dim right now. Okay, now I can see. <laughs> uh, we'll have to see a lot better. And I might have to. All right, so I, most of these, I I think you're. I mean, you'll probably you'll you'll probably know. To be gotcha. honest. Two of them, I'm curious. I got, I only got like five, but like there's two of them that I'm not sure that you'll know. The other three, I, I think you'll know. Uh huh. Gotcha. <clears throat> so, whose signature move was called the party foul? Party foul. Party foul. Adam Rose. Good call. Yeah, that's Bang. one of the ones I thought you'd know. Yeah, it was it was a close call, man, because I almost went with the problem. I probably wouldn't have been able to remember, dude. Like, if you would have asked me that, like, you're much better, like, pulling this shit out of the blue. Like, if I would have got asked that shit out of the blue, I'm like, who used to use the party foul? And here's here would be my response exactly. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I get it because I, I remember I the think... move, and I, I and I probably just I probably would not be able to pull Adam Rose 
out of my out of the file. Wow. Unless I'm on my game that day. Man, if they would have brought Leo Kruger to the main roster instead. Oh, dude. I was yeah, I, I mentioned I don't know how we got on this subject, but we uh me and Swag talked about this a few weeks ago and he had brought up that he said that me and you were always big on uh Leo Kruger and that he never really got to see it. And it's like, man, yeah, it was, it was I was definitely digging the Leo Kruger character. That shit was that was a good gimmick. I like that. Just the just the potential it could have went, I feel. I think it could have went further than Adam Rose. I did see the potential in Adam Rose for a second, but yeah. it was never over to me like that Leo Kruger character. <clears throat> nah. And when he became Adam Rose, like the Leo Kruger character was so far different that you could barely tell it was the same guy. Yeah, props to him. I mean, he knew how to work it. I get that. Like, that, that shit was wild. <laughs> a big transformation. So yeah, that, that is one that's one character I wish would have got a little more love. Was Leo yeah, Kruger. hell yeah. Okay, let's, let's we'll move on to the next one here. So before making an announcement, this character would start by saying, "And I quote." <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is, is it Michael <laughs> Cole? Yes. Okay, because, I mean, technically it was the anonymous GM speaking. There were certain way. times, I, I do remember a few times that he would, like, it, it, after it was already known that yeah. what that fucking sound was, and he would just get over there, the crowd's already booing, and then he would just be like, and I quote, and then they start <laughs> booing even fucking louder. Michael Cole knew what he was doing. He, he Michael Cole was great, man. He was working the shit out of the fans, dude. It was great shit. That shit's funny, dude. We sat here and talked about Michael Cole for so long. I had completely forgotten that I had even had this question. <laughs> Fucking Michael Cole. It's good to see him finally getting the respect he deserves. Yeah, uh, that's another good thing from since McAfee's been there. It's, it's it, McAfee's elevated Michael Cole, and Michael Cole's finally starting to get some of his flowers, as as the kids like to say. And um, <laughs> uh, shit's and uh, <laughs> like I've never been, I've always been pretty critical of Michael Cole. But my critic, it's not been that he can't be the announcer. My critic, my criticism was always him calling out the wrong move. Yeah. Or, like, I mean, I'm like, man, because when I grew up, I used to look, I had Mike Tanay and, and Jim Ross. I mean, they were always calling out the moves and what this was. You know what I didn't realize though? And I should, I should, I should say this too, in defense of Michael Cole, you know, going back and watching all the old shows like I have, I, there was much more. There was more of it back then too. Every once in a while, Jr. would say the wrong move out of nowhere, and yeah. uh, and it, it happened more than I remembered it happening as a kid. Hmm. Um, 
but the good thing also about back then is uh the, the when you had you had your other commentators they were there to like help fix that they were helped to cover for you but i think you think it got him with the such and such jr uh Corey graves is good at that he does he's he's uh he's He'll do that. He, he's there. He's definitely pretty good at covering for uh, some misses. Yeah, you know, hit him with the you know the glancing blow. Not sure that he caught all of that there. Yeah, he he likes he he'll call out the botch without calling out the botch. Yeah, so like, I don't think he got he got a little. I don't think he got it all there. So that's, that's probably not going to do it. Yeah, he he makes he he clears up things, and I, I like that because you need to, you have to, you know. You have to make it real realistic there because with social media nowadays, man, you don't want to hear about that shit. (laughs) Right. So, but yeah, uh, the tangents. But yeah, so shout out to Cole and all them. They do do a good job. Hell yeah. Okay, so. uh, This one I also think you'll know. And, um, I'd be surprised if you don't remember any of this because this was this was prime Dak watching season during this time right here. Uh oh. So prime in your watching time, by the way, that it was WrestleMania two thousand. Damn, son. And can you tell me which McMahon was in each members of the Fatal Four Ways corner? For that WrestleMania, Shane, Vince, Linda, Stephanie. Yes, but who tell the superstar that they were in the corner of? Oh, Linda McFoley. Rock was Vince McMahon. Shane was the Big Show, and Stephanie was Triple H. Yeah, I knew, I see. I, I that's right, and I, I knew you would know that shit. Fuck yeah, boy! That was good <laughs> I mean, shit. Yeah, I because like I remember that being like when wrestling was still like a, a big deal. Hell um, yeah, man! You know, back in that time frame, and and those and that shit was big. Having all you had the McMahon in each corner. I remember Foley, you know, Linda bringing Foley back for it. Yo, that was some good and ass. It was, it was elimination, wasn't it? A fatal four way elimination, man. One of the more yeah. for one of the first times, kind of. That match was on the Especially big stage. Especially for WrestleMania. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, the McMahons, when they're on screen, they know how to tell stories. Yeah, as a kid, I guess I was a little tough on Linda, because when I did go back and rewatch it, Linda, I, I, I could, I like Linda a little more. Yeah, she, uh, did. yeah, I think it was just because she was uh, so different than the times back then. Especially uh, your husband's on her husband's on screen. He's fucking everybody. He's all these all the divas. He's uh, yeah, he's, dude. You know, he's just hot shot evil some bitch. Then you got her daughter who's done turning to the crowds calling a hoe and Mary Triple H and Shane Shane. <laughs> and then you had Linda. <laughs> Yeah, she was the more different fucking uh She was the vanilla, she was the just 
regular yeah. person, and back then ain't nobody want to see that shit. <laughs> nah, she was. She had her head on straight for McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> the more, the more uh, kind-hearted McMahon too. The one that you actually could trust. <laughs> Man, there was some good shit back then that involved all the, you know, Linda and the McMahons and everything. Like the, when Vince was doing Linda wrong and Shane come out there to whoop his ass because that's his mom. Yeah, that was good shit. Uh, like there was there that whole fa- the whole family drama with the McMahons. I remember back then really enjoying it. Just, just like man, this, this, this fucking these people here, son. Yeah, dude. Like they knew they had some soap opera shit going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn! It's only been thirty six minutes. Yeah. We just get the telephone call pre-show. Yeah, <laughs> that went on a little long. <laughs> <clears throat> Doesn't help. No, it doesn't. Like if I'm smoking during the pre-talk, there's a possibility that shit can go long. It's true. And all right, fuck- so let's let's uh, let's let's test you on out here. We're gonna go a little further ahead to 2008, which uh, was also during I, some of your. You you were still watching heavy. Yeah, but there's some. There's some things that do slip my mind from those times. Well, at 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 Backlash, two thousand eight. Oh wow! Triple H won the WWE Championship in a fatal four way. Do you remember the other three participants? Damn, 2008. This could possibly be him on SmackDown. Uh... Mm. Man, that's tough. I thought this one would be a little tougher. We went through the three that I thought you would get. Yeah, this one I'm more than likely going to get. Either all wrong or one wrong, at least. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna say. Jeff Hardy, Mr. Kennedy, and JBL. I don't know. Probably all okay, wrong. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna... I'm going to say incorrect. Let me give you a little hint. Yeah. In this match, the person that he pinned was Randy Orton. All right. So this is on Raw. Orton. Uh, it's tough. I, I, yeah, when I saw this in my face, like, yeah, I wouldn't have got this shit. <clears throat> but but I also do remember seeing this match. Like I remember, I remember when he pinned Orton, 
I didn't remember who else was in the match, but I do like once I saw the answer, I was kind of like, yeah, I kind of remember that. Ah, uh, <laughs> Umaga. Uh, well, no, Umaga was not in it. So earlier, you did have one of your answers was correct. Was it JBL? It's not all three of them. It was JBL. So it was JBL Orton and Cena. Cena. Yep. I thought this was. I thought. Oh wait, I thought he got injured because it's just hard. Like I kind of remember this match. Like yeah, like I I, I wasn't watching heavy in 08. Um. Oh, never mind. This is when he uh he just came back at the Royal Rumble that year. Back. This was uh, April, I think. April twenty seventh, I think. Yeah, because he can't because he won the 08 Rumble when he came back. So. Yes, sir. Wow. And uh, the last one, yeah, I was—I mean, that was a—that uh, was that's actually a pretty interesting. Fatal Four Way. I it, do kind of remember that. It's just very hard to picture at that time frame Cena on a brand, and he wasn't world champion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, so when what what was this? Oh uh, eight. And he didn't. What win happened it at that WrestleMania? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like he didn't win it at that mania. <laughs> like who was who did he face? I'm trying. Let's see if we can try to think of this. It was Orton. It's oh wait, Orton was champ. Yeah, because I, I, I think that's the night Triple H won it, and I guess he pinned Orton in that fatal four way. He must have. Did yeah, Orton faced Cena at that WrestleMania. I think he might have fought Triple H and Cena. Oh, the triple threat. Yeah, and he won, actually, I believe. Well, damn, I'm having trouble. Maybe Cena was the champion. Ah, because Cena won the Rumble. Well, yeah, but this is, this would have been after WrestleMania if this was Backlash. But you said Triple H won. <laughs> yeah, Triple H won that fatal four-way. So then Orton had to be champion coming out the out of WrestleMania heading into backlash. Okay, so Orton was still champion. Yeah, so that's why it was probably a shock with Orton getting pinned because it's guaranteed a new champion. Well that was a, yeah, it wasn't elimination or anything. Oh, it wasn't elimination. No. Okay. Alright, that makes sense. I think I remember that. Did they do a draft right then? Because it was like a random JBL got drafted to Raw. Yeah, I think he got drafted to Raw. It was right near the end of his run, I think, wasn't it? Kinda, yeah. Because he ends up feuding with Shawn Michaels. I kind of do remember that. Because I think he ended up feuding with Shawn Michaels. That's right, because yeah. Shawn Michaels was like his uh, servant or something. Yeah, he had the, he was paying Shawn Michaels because Shawn Michaels fell in financial. Uh, yeah, great fucking. I remember story. not. Re- I remember not really caring for the storyline to be honest. But it's actually good shit. 
I remember, I like, I, I don't know how I'd feel about it now, but I remember back then, I didn't really, I was like, eh. Because Shawn Michaels, man, he knows how to sell that shit. I mean, Shawn Michaels is Shawn Michaels, but, you know. Fucking sell yeah, ice I didn't, to I didn't love them. <laughs> that dude's fucking good, son. Yeah, wow, man. Yeah. We've had That's... many discussion about Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of old Shawn Michaels lately. That's kind of why. I get it. Hey, I mean, and he's one of the head guys in NXT, so, I mean, that's why NXT is a good product. Oh, by the way, before I forget about it, uh, Lakers play the Kings tonight. Preseason? Yeah. Oh, you know we win. It's on NBA TV if you can find a stream. Well, you can probably be asleep. I forget. Never mind. Dude, yeah, dude, I'll be out. If for some reason right now, like my days feel mixed up right now, it feels like the weekend to me. Bro, this has been a long ass fucking week, son. (laughs) (laughs) It it, right, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's like, dude, it's been lately. Time has been like really going like pretty fast, but like this week, not so much. Yo, like I literally feel like shit has slowed down like by thirty minutes. Like shit's crazy. Something fucking wild, bro. Cause like yeah, because like, normally by now I feel like it would be the weekend already. But yeah, like, that's only freaking Thursday. I'm doing like five and a half. Yeah, I'm like doing like five and a half hours at work. That's feeling like eight and a half. <laughs> like shit's all nuts, bro. Like I'm sitting here thinking like, hold up. I got here at what time? It's only what? I only been here for an hour. <laughs> Yo, that's some of the most disheartening shit when you're on a shift. And then oh. like most time I try not to look at my phone, right? Because I want yeah. I want to let the shit time out. go by. Yeah. But then like at, at some point you look at your phone and you realize it's only been like I remember there'd be day, like especially nights at Walmart. Man, like I'd be there, you know, I get there at 10. And I'll be like, all right, but shit, well, I feel like I done went through a couple hours in this bitch. I look down, that shit say 1036. Bro, yeah, it's like, huh? <laughs> ain't no way. Why well, I get so pissed off, I'll be ready to leave right there. Hey, yo. Uh, not, I ain't going to be in here. This shit going to take this long tonight. Yo, that is a fucking disheartening shit. So then you just fucking try to, like, just focus and just knock some shit out. And then it, then it starts to kind of speed up a little. But man, just this week, just thinking that it's only Thursday, I'm sitting here thinking like, damn, I still got two more days of work. <laughs> Fuck. And so then you're gonna, fucking, you're gonna run through because shit, you know, before you know it, you'll be there tomorrow. Then you knock that shit out. Yeah, um, it, it's a good. It, yeah. You know, once I got used to it, I fucking love my schedule, Loki. Though. Oh, uh, dude, yeah, it's 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 great. Actually, like I, I, I work similar shift, man, and, and um, it, it's it's so much peaceful, and just the fact that this is the first time I haven't ever, I ain't got to deal with one fucking customer, like yeah, <laughs> it, that is a that is like the biggest stress relief ever. And Yo, dealing with people with something else, bro, that should have just that should have getting hidden. Dude, but man, in a warehouse job, man, you there is some weird motherfuckers you work around, dude. <laughs> that I don't doubt. 
Like, <laughs> boy, I've met some strange characters. That's <laughs> uh, funny. Sure. It's like we used to talk about. I remember we went to the uh, the live event in Savannah years oh, ago. God. And I was talking about, I was like, bro, you about to see the mo- the the biggest collection of some of the, the collection of misfits. At Yo, this it's like here. it's crazy, dude. You see your fucking diehard fans, your mediocre fans, your casual fan, your the like, people you see- is only there because it's Friday night and hey, the WWE's in town. Let's, let's get tickets. And most of the time, it's a lot of parents with kids. Kids, yeah, especially the man, especially like in those live events, like the, the amount of kids that was there. But I'll tell you what, that was a pretty live crowd that night. I do remember that. Like, Yo, man, the Usos got a stupid pop that night, bro. I'll never forget that that live event because I thought for Savannah, Georgia, that was a lit crowd. Like, we were hype. Up That's in what there. I'm saying. I'm sitting there thinking, like, yo, bring Raw to fucking Civic Center. Who cares? It's a smaller arena. That shit fucking was loud it's, as fuck. Look, it's perfect because they sell out. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, you sold out. Yo, Savannah got a Raw. Yo, y'all in there. <laughs> Man, if Savannah got a Raw, like, that, it would sell out for one. Um, and for two, there's the crowd gonna be into that shit, boy. Don't I'm let John you. Cena come out there, bruh, bruh. <laughs> That's that roof gonna blow up. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I thought about that when you uh you saw we had the memory on Facebook recently. Oh hell yeah, dude! And, Just uh, that- and I thought about that shit, and I was like, yo, fucking Raw should come to fucking Savannah, yo, for an actual. TV taping. Kane was the fucking heel, and he choke slams the face through a table, and the whole crowd erupted. That's right. <laughs> that shit was dope. I was like, man, I got to see Dean. I got to see Moxley and Kane in a match. Yeah. I got to see. Uh, fucking got to see KO live on a Raw. The Wyatt family. Yeah, was that on Raw or was that at the live event? I can't remember which was which. KO. He was Intercontinental Champion. It was before a TLC pay per view. So oh. it was on Raw. Yeah, it was a Raw. Oh, no, but you said, yeah, 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 that was on Raw. I was trying to think. I couldn't remember if KO was at the live event we went to. Nah, I don't think he was. I don't think he was yet. Maybe I think Sami Zayn might have been on there. Not I sure. can't remember, dude. But I do remember the fucking Usos having the pop of the night. Yeah, that's one thing that still sticks with me to this day is how big the pot was for the Usos that night. Like I, I was actually, I was at, while I was there, I was like, "Holy shit!" I couldn't, even, I couldn't even believe that this shit got that loud for the Usos. Yeah, and I was sitting there thinking, like, "Dang, if this this loud here, it is it loud in other places with these guys?" Like, whoa. Like, yeah, well, it was. It, it was just, I guess, man, that was just. It was a good demographic. It was a good crowd for the Usos that night. Like, so a lot of the kids were going off for them too. You imagine Roman Reigns pulling up in Savannah? Oh, son. Son. I need Matt Riddle to pull up in Savannah with a bag. Son, he got a bag. I want to see what the fuck he got. It's funny because on those Pat McAfee vlogs, he's always fucking backstage or over at the announce table where he's got his fucking pin. (laughs) 
Who? McAfee, dude. He's got his fucking oh. uh, either his party, either a CBD pin or another pin. <laughs> that shit's funny. He needs to put that shit. He needs to do that shit on camera. When they go to Denver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, trust me, Vince. I need this. Oh, dude. Man, this dude gets away with all kind of shit. <laughs> Yo, that dude is getting mainstream fucking popular right now. Like, yeah, he's uh, or- he's definitely he's he's blowing up or popping off. You know, like he's he's uh, he yeah, he's starting to his his his, to- his over his his great charisma is is really like mm-hmm. taking him his stardom to the next level. There wasn't so much stardom you could do with being a punter. But yo, now that he's on TV, you know, he's starting to catch a lot of eyes. He's got a huge personality. Um, yeah. Like, like, I, you, like I, I love Pat McAfee. I don't know if I could be around Pat McAfee for a long time because that's a lot yo, of energy that I'd have to This dude, in. This dude, you know he's in a room. Like, that's what's crazy about him. <laughs> <laughs> It don't matter who's in that room. Oh, yeah, that's Pat McAfee. <laughs> no, because, like, yo, man, I love watch. I watch the show almost every day, man. This shit's, I love it. Like, it it's really Yeah, I cool. haven't gotten around to start watching it yet because I could barely, like, I, I don't watch a lot of sports talk these days, but I, I'll do kind of kind of breeze through Undisputed just to see what oh, they're talking yeah. about. And it's crazy because – all he talks about is football. Like, yeah. and I'm just, and it's funny oh, because basketball it, season's here. Undisputed is, undisputed is going to be lit. It's always lit for basketball yeah, season. So there's about to be a lot of NBA shows dropping for the podcast. Yeah, we need to, um, what we need trapped. to do is, uh, I have a feeling some grand bets are going to happen soon because of, NBA. Oh yeah, Trav, we're gonna have to get Trav on to uh, to to give us some his insight and analysis <sighs> on things from around the league. Hell yeah, man! Yo, we should. I wonder if we should uh do like a low key like like predict what games are playing that night. Yeah. If we, um. Like. Like the night of, because that's the thing I love about NBA is there's a game every fucking night. <laughs> yeah. Like at I least wish, I wonder if I, I need to I need to check to see if they're doing the free trial for League Pass this year because if they got the free trial going, I'll definitely take advantage of it while I got it. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, for sure. Because fuck yeah, I'll put my Cash App card on there. <laughs> Damn, we've almost made it an yeah, hour, dude. Yeah, shit, we're real close. Shit, I got, I got one last trivia question. I guess we can get okay. around to before we sign off. Yeah, bro, for sure. Um, and uh, let's see, can you tell me who was the very first SmackDown Women's Champion? The very first. The first SmackDown Women's Champion. Yep. 
Mm, Alexa Bliss. Mm, no. Damn. Must been Charlotte. It's actually Paige. Paige was a SmackDown Women's Champion. I th- I got this off a of trivia thing, and I, I I didn't bother to look it up from there. But yeah, that's the answer that it was. I didn't think she was still wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't really. When did so? When did they split? And when did they have like two different titles? Is that like twenty twenty sixteen? Yeah, that was the first brand split. So when did she? So when did she stop wrestling? But even when she was back with Deville and Mandy Rose, I thought they were on Raw. Like I don't know, man. Yeah, I just uh, I have I to look either. that up myself. I have to look it up. Maybe they put just the first ever because was she the first women's champion? Nope, that was Charlotte at WrestleMania 32 when the Divas title became the women's title. Yeah, so I don't know. I have to look that up too. But yeah, that was the answer that it got. I just think Paige was wrestling at that time. I had the same thoughts, dude. Like I said, I didn't really have, I didn't go into looking to be honest. I probably got tangented off on Twitter or something, but. Yeah, because, and then wasn't there a time where she was a fucking like backstage person, an official or whatever for SmackDown, like a GM? <laughs> it's possible. If I, if I cut off real quick, that's because I'm going to look this up real quick. It's all good. I'm just sitting here. About to cough up a lung, I felt like just now. You know how it goes. <sighs> well, can you still hear me right now? Yeah, bro, you're good, loud and clear. Oh, cool. And that's something. Maybe it's after like a certain like a minute or two. Maybe that's when it fucks up. I don't know. Uh, I think now he's a little quiet, unless he's just not talking. But oh uh, yeah, I still. Am I, can you hear, still hear me? Yeah, now I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to read. It's uh, I'm trying to figure out who to. Yeah, the Wikipedia is saying that the first SmackDown Women's Champion is actually Becky Lynch, and that actually sounds a little more right. Yeah. So I don't know where to. I don't know where the hell that shit got that from. So. Must have been a fucking fan fiction title. <laughs> yeah, possibly. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, I just didn't sound right because I was like, oh, Paige is even wrestling at this time? Or if she was, they were on Raw. Absolution was. I, I didn't think that sounded right, but I rolled with it. But I was just, uh. Ha! So we, the uh, got, got that cleared up. Either way, you was wrong anyway. Yeah, but it didn't matter. That one that was fucking still. Even the fucking person that posted had the right answer had it wrong. So that one just doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, either way, it. you didn't get the two that I figured you probably would. It, it, the two that oh, I wasn't gosh. sure. Like, <laughs> I, I thought for I thought maybe you would get the um that fatal four way match, and that was a hard maybe. I but just, the first three I figured you would get. So I just completely forgot about WWE title being on Raw there for a second. In that time, because I know it goes to SmackDown at some point. 
Yeah. Maybe that was a little early. Maybe that was 07. I don't know. I don't know. Fucking singing off. Sure, I guess we can go ahead and sign her on out and uh Yeah, man, that was proceed with the rest of the evening, the day. Yeah, it's like one thirty five. I might try to eat something. Will I nap or will I Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I might hop on some Madden, I'm not sure yet. I need to hop on Madden, but I haven't. Shit. Good episode, as always. Another one down in the books. We hit an hour. Damn, I'm at 20% of my shit. God damn. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thinking, uh, thank you. One of the next oh, two shows will be another NBA show because uh, the season will be starting and might go into in depth a little more. I might have to. Was the season start next Tuesday, right? Tuesday, yep. I might have we might might have to do like a little pop up show on Wednesday, talking about the NBA. Oh, uh, we could. It could be Wednesday or before Wednesday. Would be cool because we we basically be talking about the games um, from opening, yeah, opening night. night. Yeah, we'll be talking about that. So that's what we could do Wednesday, uh, and then Thursday's Crown Jewel. So we don't really have to do a show Thursday. I don't know. Probably what? won't because I think I mean, the pre-show starts at 12. That's usually around when we start recording. So Yeah, so, yeah, we'll be watching it. Yeah, I get to watch a pay-per-view during the day. That's kind of cool. I like that. But we'll have our, we'll probably do our predictions on Tuesday. Yeah, maybe yeah. Saturday if the off chance we get swag on the show. Uh Oh, yeah, this Saturday? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, we, uh, maybe we should have the we should have the final card by Friday, I would think. Well, Monday will be the last show before. Oh no! Nah, so, they gotta finish out the fucking tournaments to figure out who's gonna face in the finals. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I guess we we'll just do the Tuesday. We'll um we'll have our predictions for. Well, if not, you always if we can't get swag on the show, you always have his predictions. Yeah, I can get I can get his predictions from him. I'm hoping I can be the Dub TV champion, but with this card, unless some things drastically change, and I know a little bit more information at this moment, I believe we're gonna have majority of the same picks because it's a I very. I see some uh, being different though. So, like, what, like, what if we we got Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods? In the finals of the King of the Ring, that's going to be a tough one for me right there because that would be very tough for me to pick because, because that's Finn Balor. <laughs> yeah, I can see Xavier winning, but also you know it's the Prince becoming the King. Yeah, and that could so be very... like, so that, that, there could be something tough like that. I mean, if it ends up being Car uh, Carmella versus Baszler, there ain't nothing tough about that. No, nah, that's going to be a thirty-second match. <laughs> that's going to be real simple. Yeah, but um, but yeah, King of the Ring finals could be tough depending on who gets there. If it's Jinder Mahal versus Finn Balor, that makes it a little easier for me. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, 
But yeah. shit. So either way, is we got there. There could be some potential differences of opinion. Yeah, there could be. Well, we'll see how it goes. Should be an interesting pay per view. Usually, Crown Jewel is. Yeah, it's always it's. It wouldn't surprise me though if there's gonna be if they want to try to make it seem like a big pay per view that there's gonna some be time. some title changes happening. Yeah, what happens if Big E loses to Drew McIntyre? Because it's possible. It's Drew McIntyre. And um, then, you know, Drew McIntyre wins. Then you're sitting there thinking, like, well, they could swap the titles if Lesnar happens to take the Universal title. He's a free agent, so they're, they're going to need a title somewhere. Uh, so, man, it's... <sighs> See, the yeah, more I think Drew about McIntyre it... Drew McIntyre beats him, then Lesnar would have to beat Roman. Yeah, because he's a free agent. He can go to Raw. And then Drew McIntyre better watch out because if the SmackDown World Title is a WWE title, Reigns is coming. And uh, what was it, Seth and Edge? Were they, are they in a hell in hell? a cell? Yeah, dude, hell in a cell. That's going to be brutal. That's going to be stupid. I mean, I, in a good way. I can't. That is the toughest match for me to predict right there. I'm not 100% sure where I'm going on that match just yet, but I have – I'm leaning one way. This is two very good in-ring psychology people in a hell of a cell. Yeah. So I'm real interested to see how it plays out. Like, yeah, it's they're going to fuck each other up. It's going to be great. Obviously, I'm really looking forward to Roman and Lesnar. That's going to be an interesting match, too, man. <laughs> what if they're going to start out the night and get Lesnar and Roman? Y'all get on the private jet, get the fuck back on home. Got to have Roman Reigns for SmackDown, right? <laughs> That's right. Even though Roman sure Reigns. be complete without him. Yeah, they, yeah. Lesnar got a private jet, son, so. Lesnar will be out of there with no problems. <laughs> <laughs> Lesnar dipping. That's the alpha male right, of our go. species. <laughs> All right. That's right. You ain't telling Brock. About that, you, eh? You'll have to kill him if he ain't. If you gonna make him not leave. <laughs> Styles and Omos versus or- RK Bro. That could. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's hard. It never. It, you can. You can never rule out Randy Orton ending any kind of tag team. So Omos is doing roundhouse kicks now. Yes. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's just funny because a roundhouse kick from him looks like a gut kick. Like because I'm holding <laughs> and that's just a little dangerous. Yo, you ain't getting up from that. <laughs> Uh, when I heard AJ Styles say, yeah, hit him with the roundhouse kick, I'm like, huh? Yeah, for a split second, I thought he was about to try to do like a black mass. And I would have been jumping out of the recliner if he connected right with it. 
<laughs> oh yeah, right. Because I would have been like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, like, like a black mask kicking me. Yeah. If you would, yeah, dude. If that dude, if that dude would hit someone like that for real, he might knock their ass clear out the ring. <laughs> Yo, let Dolph Ziggler sell it. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph Ziggler would do a 450 uh, corkscrew <laughs> fucking face plant. <laughs> Oh man, dude! This dude will look like he just hit the propeller falling off the Titanic. Yo, what a scene that was! I hated that. I laughed at that scene when I was younger. Well, you were like four, dude. That shit just—I don't know why that shit just got me, yo. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know how I get once I start going, bro. It was over. It was oh, we've always had some twisted sense of humor. Very, very twisted, but definitely gonna sign off for real this time. It's been a good one. Had a great show. Went a lot longer than I thought before I was going to. Before we before we sign off, have you have you thought about that back for blood game? What game is that? I've game saw pass it. Now. What is it? Like, what is it? Uh, it's it's like a only thing I know is it's like a co-op thing. Then you, I, know you, I guess you, I don't know if you make your character. I haven't looked too much into it, but maybe something we can look into since we both have access to Game Pass. Oh, well, fuck it. I'm going to check it out right now. Just look at the description and stuff. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. It's been a good one. V's up. V's <laughs>